Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the mother-daughter journey after quite a bit of a sabbatical. I know. I think we should be welcoming us back. Never mind them back. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo. Let's all just get back to our normal routines. Yeah, no, so we missed everybody. I hope you have all been well. Let's just jump right into what we learned while we were away, what we've been up to. What have we been up to, why we were gone for so long, and what to look forward to coming up for the second half of our season one. All right, so with that in mind, Okay, dog, what were we up to? What I mean, when was the last time we were here together? It was before Christmas, wasn't it? It's been a a little bit. It's been a hot minute. We just Christmased. We We enjoyed the holidays. We learned some things about ourselves this year now that we are not in what we refer to as survival mode. I mean, yes, this is for me, I'll speak for myself anyway, the first year in, gosh, at least 10 years that I haven't been in survival mode during the holidays. And I still found myself struggling a little with depression and sadness, even though I was in the moment enjoying the holidays, doing the Christmas thing. Don't get me wrong, had a wonderful time and did all the things. But yeah, I found that I was still struggling a little and it wasn't my own necessarily. I realized that, well, for one, emotions are very heightened during the holidays universally right like good and bad because we're missing loved ones or we're excited to see loved ones that we haven't in a while and I think well and there's also the pressure of wanting the holidays to be perfect and last minute gift and all the parties all, and, right? right so there's just a lot that's spinning around and I I realized I soak in a lot more of that universal energy than I ever knew I did because I wasn't able to recognize what was my own yeah. and what was coming in from source. Yes. So that's interesting because we always just assumed that it was in survival mode, like we said, that it was mm-hmm. just still part of us learning how to process this mental illness and get to the point of where. Well, and it was all of my own grief or struggles or whatever. Or not- mine, right? Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah, this year we were like, thought we had it in the bag because I mean things are going well we feel like we're working in our purpose and doing creating some good things in the in the world and we still came into the holidays feeling like we needed to check out check out that's a good way to put it yeah we kind of did and not with everybody and everything around us like I said we did the Christmas with our loved ones and focused on our most important relationships and stayed present and had a great holiday Again, I'll speak for myself. I had a great holiday. Yes. Yeah, it was more difficult to stay. Engage with things outside of Christmasing. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's a great way to put it. Right? Because Mm -hmm. I think because we are more aware right now, just where we're at in our journey, Mm -hmm. more aware of the fact that there was something else other than 
mental illness, family strife, all those things that can create a hard experience. There was more than that. Mm -hmm. And we recognized it and decided that we needed to honor it and learn from it so that we can adapt our business moving forward next year with that new bit of data, right? It's a data point for us. It's a data point for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And we were finally able to, I'm going to use the word compartmentalize, I guess, this year or separate. Like I was saying earlier, what's ours and what's not. I mean, we're both empaths right want want <laughs> no i love no it's, it's a good thing i'm kidding I'm, it is I'm a, Josh. it's you know just like a lot of other things a blessing and a curse in its own yes because we are both empaths this year we learned how to honor that about ourselves rather than our mental illness does that make sense it does 100 percent. now that you said it that way mm. and so that's one of the things that we learned when we were away. And it takes us a little bit of time. It was probably the second week, third week of January where we were like, ooh, okay. Right. I'm feeling like renewed. I'm ready to go. And I gotta be honest, I fought with some negative self-talk first, second, third weeks of January when I still wasn't back to doing the things, right? Everybody, it seemed like, I should say, everybody around me by January 2nd was like, let's go, 2023, let's get going. And, um, and I was just like, I think I still need to stay in pajamas and in my bubble for a little bit. And I, this was the first year I gave myself permission and grace, but it wasn't, you know, 100% perfect. I definitely fought some negative self-talk during those weeks, but I'm pretty proud of the grace I did give myself. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm very proud of our holidays this year. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that is where we were up until probably the second or third week of January. We were working our part-time jobs. We were visiting with family. We were Christmasing. We were giving ourselves space and yeah, just getting to know ourselves a little bit better in this new thrive mode over survival mode. Right, right. Right. And so when we, when we moved into this new mode, I think we fell into an old habit of thinking that we could operate in the way that we used to push ourselves before we realized and decided it was time to accept we need to slow down we aren't the go 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 kind of people right Right. that we need to design our life around the mental illness and the depression and all the things well and I mean I think that all the things like you just said are really just also additions to who we are as people right our personality we're both somewhat introverted you more so than me and so we need all right and what that means is we refill our cup by being in the bubble some alone time some puzzling some reading right and we needed to refill our cup a lot more during the holidays and then moving forward not so much because we spent a lot of time doing it beforehand well we still didn't come back to the podcast as quickly as we thought we would because we were working on other aspects of the business and so we still had to honor that recharge cycle I guess honor our bodies and our minds as we are building our business So one, honoring ourselves, but also honoring our future clients and who we want to serve so that we can learn our working styles, learn our cycles for what we're creating and be able to be present for our clients and our future projects moving forward. And so we had quite a few projects. Oh, we still do. We still do, but we had quite a few going on. I was writing a chapter in a book called Shining a Light on Grief, talking about the grief And we were signed up in a speaker course because we want to be able to bring our message of hope and keep going and honor yourself to high schools, to colleges, help people communicate more so those mothers and daughters 
can stay connected through those years when they're separating but really need to be together. Right. So we've been writing like talks, guys, like 30 to 40 a lot. minute talks and practicing them and figuring out how to apply for speaking jobs. And it's honestly a little terrifying. <laughs> oh, I no, I mean, that's what this is about, right? That's what the podcast is about for us to you know, hashtag real talk, hashtag real talk. Exactly. And hashtag real talk. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a little scared about bringing this message. I know it needs to be done. I'm excited to bring this message to people. I can't wait to see how many people I can help just with my own story. But it's still scary. I Absolutely. Mean, right now, like we said earlier, we're in our little recording room. It's safe ish. I mean, yeah, we right? edit what, you know, what we record and we decide when to drop it and what we're going to share. And while we're speaking, we're just here, the two of us, and we can, mm-hmm. like we said, we can cut out something we want to if if it strikes us in an embarrassing or uncomfortable way. Ooh, I didn't like the way that sounded <laughs> or came out. That was out a little and... flat. That was a little sharp, you know, coming from <laughs> our musical background. Right. So with speaking, that's not, no, that's not the case. So... When it comes to all of the work that we've been doing, at least, again, I'll speak for myself. I say we a lot, but I should just speak for myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, calm down. (laughs) But when it comes to all of the work that I've been doing on this talk, on this presentation, on how I want to share my story, I've also, similarly to K-Dog writing her story on grief I've been doing a lot of healing that because my story a lot of it I hadn't really yes I had accepted but I hadn't really healed from and I think having to write it out and prepare myself to be vulnerable actually in front of people has helped me with a lot of healing and so you know going back to needing to give ourselves some grace and downtime and that's been another part of it absolutely absolutely it was the same with writing the chapter. So writing mm-hmm. that chapter and writing my talk, even though there it's a shared story, we have learned as we have endeavored, endeavored, is that the right word? As we have maybe gone off into this great unknown of the mother-daughter journey in the business, we've learned that there's a lot of things to this story. There's a lot of things to our relationship going back to how I was raised, how Mm -hmm. I perpetuated that at the beginning of our relationship. There was a lot of things to recognize, look at, you know, and sit with and process and heal from. Right. And the writing process and preparing these talks so that we can help people feel more, well, as we can give people hope and we can maybe give them a little boost to keep going and not feel so alone. I was just going to say, maybe it's not about feeling more of something but less alone less alone there was a lot of healing and processing that we thought we had done because we had done a lot (laughs) we sure (laughs) we sure freaking have Uh, there we go now i have to put the okay (laughs) deal with it (laughs) but yes exactly a lot more things came up that we had to that we had to look at we had to look at we had to examine and we had to allow ourselves to look at that I'm going to use the same words with, you know, grace and... Grace and space. Grace and space and all that lovely jazz, you know? That jazz. Sorry. She's doing a musical. Leave me... Yeah. Leave me alone. But anyway. So that's that's kind of where we've been, what we've been doing. We've been very busy behind the scenes, writing talks, creating workshops. I was going to say, yes. We I didn't mention that one We yet. haven't mentioned... Well, okay. Workshops, seminars. I think we're going to... 
We're landing on seminar over workshop. Yeah. Potato, potato. Anyway, guys, something that, you know, we've always said in our episodes, it comes up pretty much once an episode, is healthy communication is the key, right, to any healthy relationship. Especially the mother-daughter relationship. Especially one as tenuous as the mother-daughter relationship. Exactly. And so, you know, we learned that through experience as we've shared with you about our journey and how we learned it firsthand, but there is so much more to it than just what we've experienced. And so we've been doing a lot of work, a lot of research, a lot of training so that we can go ahead and teach others how to have better conversations. Absolutely. Right? And so, yeah, we, we're going to be, geez, certified teachers. Well, we are officially certified. I guess that's true. We are teachers with coach principals, teaching partners with coach principals. And what we'll be teaching is conversation personality styles. We're really excited about that because it's it's honestly just such a huge tool. Once we learned it, we kind of learned it ourselves the hard way, right? Yes. Now we know the name for the things that we learned. I guess. Yeah. Good way to put it. We learned... The hard way, we talk about this in our episode, I believe it's naming all the things of why the mother-daughter relationship is so complex. Mm. We talked about personality styles and communicating and how people like to receive information. And that's one of the things that makes the relationship so complex. We navigated that on our own. Without being able to really name. Not on our own. We were in therapy and, you know, things of that nature. And we were utilizing other personality assessments because we both believe that the more you know about yourself, right, the more, the better you can show up in relationships. Correct. Right? So we were doing other things like Myers-Briggs and, you know, love languages, that kind of stuff. Yes. But we also learned, like K-Dog was saying, that the way we give and receive information is different from each other. Right. And we've talked about expectations and projections and perceived expectations and perceptions. I mean, all of our episodes, I guess the first half of the season touched on that stuff. And as we were training officially for having better conversations to be able to help people with that and to help ourselves, let's face it. (laughs) Let's face it. Yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of people to have conversations with in this world. We learned that all the things that we talked about, like your experiences, bring your perceptions to a conversation, your upbringing, your social status, your... Just who you are as a person. Like all of that, those biases, those generational norms, those religious beliefs, your established beliefs from those, all of those things, from your experiences. We're bringing all of that to conversations. Whether we intend to or not, whether we realize it or not, it's baggage more or less, right? It's, yep, it's conversational conversation. baggage. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I, I think right. we just coined a new term. <laughs> Go us. Woo. It's kind of, it's been wonderful and I think validating to yes have gone through this training and been like, oh my gosh, all those things that we learned the hard way and practice in our relationship together, we can now actually kind of put into a nice pretty bow and teach others how to do in a way that makes sense. Will allow them to discover themselves. Yeah. Heal from some of the biases and things that trigger them. At least recognize them, Uh, right? Recognize what you're bringing to a conversation. Right. I mean, there's so many levels to this. We're getting... We're getting ahead of ourselves. We really are. We are on a tangent, folks. Surprise. (laughs) Right. So anyway, that's what we have been doing. 
that's a lot of what we've learned. Mm-hmm. We're really proud of ourselves, guys. I am. We are really proud of ourselves. Yeah. Even though it High five. felt Woo. like... All right, we just did it. Even <laughs> though it felt like at times in the moment we were letting ourselves and others down maybe for not... Mm. Not because we took such a long break, but because we didn't let people know we were going to be taking a long break. Well, we didn't plan it. Well, we I think didn't know. We didn't know. And I think that's the most important part to convey, actually, is that we allowed ourselves to take this unplanned break because we recognized we both needed it right and also we recognize moving forward as we are designing this partnership in our life really Mm -hmm. because it's about designing our life now we realize that we need to push hard at other seasons because we're not going to with that one exactly we're not going to because we're going to be honoring what we need to do in that Mm -hmm. time to be able to show up for our relationships and ourselves exactly because of all of the things that we mentioned oh and one that we didn't too is i mean we didn't mention something we didn't mention something all right just go. another contributing factor right we both have seasonal depression yeah right that's a thing too it that is it is lo- i mean a lot of people in new england do and a lot of not just new england a lot of places i mean there's hibernate in the winter folk you know vitamin d sun it makes a difference on your mood it really really does and so like that was just another factor that we're learning to adapt to live with honor and it would be unfair to ourselves not to name it and own that hey this was also affecting us and we honored it and we did what we had to do So let's talk about this little bit before we close out about the relationship end of this with you and I, mother-daughter, and also just how we're showing up in other relationships because of, you know, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. One, building a business together on top of having a relationship together, on top of navigating all the other things we've talked about, and how despite all of those things, and I'm not going to call them obstacles, just, you know lessons little hills and mountains and valleys that we had to go through to get to a point of where we are able to show up in the world and bring something good right right so there is a way for you to show up in the world as yourself as a way that you're comfortable with as a way that works with your energy and do good and build a life and a dream and a career despite whether you're i've got my air quotes up (laughs) what people would consider the normal path Right. Or not. Right. And in doing that, our relationships are are kind of flourishing because we've removed the pressure. Some of them. I'm not going to say all of them. Some of them are flourishing. Ours. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's difficult and wonderful. We talk about this frequently. We are best friends, mother, daughter, business partners. Yeah. There's a lot of buckets. It's a tricky trio. It's a tricky trio. There's some buckets that we have to separate. Right. (laughs) Right. So that we can show up and and build this business and still be mother daughter and not just partner like we have to be able to separate all those things out so as we are building this business together and designing our lives that is something that we are learning how to honor so that above all the relationship is where we want it to be right the foundation i guess yeah right exactly it is it's the foundation of everything that we're doing yeah so i just felt like we should touch on that factor that we honor the mother daughter relationship and our friendship relationship Mm-hmm. first which made it a little bit easy to give each other grace as we were going through this exactly where there was definitely a time in the past before we realized really what our purpose was here in business together right when we were we were doing the travel we were doing the we travel were just trying thing. to design our life not our purpose yeah we definitely prioritized we would prioritize business over 
the relationship. And let me tell you guys, that led to some um, heated conversations. Heated. What a nice way to put that. (laughs) Yeah. Now that we've, you know, this past, gosh, year and a half, two years where we've really shifted the focus and done a lot of extra healing and recognize the importance of the mother-daughter relationship and prioritize that. This whole experience of, okay, we need to step back from the business for a little bit was completely different. There wasn't, again, I'll speak for myself, on my end, in the past, I absolutely would have felt perceived an expectation or perceived pressure from her, which may have- May or may not been accurate. I was like, it may have actually been there, but I'm gonna say perceived, just in case it wasn't accurate, of not doing enough, of needing to do more. And I didn't have that this time around because I knew. Because of all the work that we have done on our relationship, I knew that my health and well-being and my space and energy and what I needed to do for me, and she knew on the other side too, what she needed to do for her was more important than necessarily being, and I'm going to use my air quotes now, <laughs> productive in the business. I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, did you, follow, did you follow that? Am I speaking gibberish? She had I mean, a blank look on her face. You're kind of speaking gibberish. No, you're not speaking gibberish. Yes. I don't want to like, take away from the fact that we need to be productive in a business and that we're building we're building a business and and but i think what again I, we were productive in certain we, yes, ways but we there were. were things we stepped back from like the podcast correct right yes um, and in the past if i had stepped felt the need to step back from any aspect of the business i would have felt perceived pressure and expectations that i wasn't doing enough if you could see my face right now, you'd see the light bulb over my head. And like, the light bulb ah, just clicked for her. The Yiddish just came into focus. And yes. I now understand what you have to say, <laughs> master. Yes, young grasshopper. Good job. No. Whereas now that we've shifted the focus to our relationship, right? And right, not, right. There wasn't any of that because I knew I was secure in the fact in in knowing that she felt as if what I needed to do for myself was more important than getting all of the things done. Right. It was good. We were recognizing our limits. And learning our limits and each other's limits and respecting them instead of polarizing each other for them, pressurizing each other for them, Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way to say that. And so honoring and learning our limits has been very helpful for our mother-daughter relationship and our business relationship. Exactly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, it takes a little while to get back into the routine. I feel like we went around a circle drain there to get to where we wanted to go, but I also think that we got it all out. I think we did. And I also don't think that's any different than most of our <laughs> conversations, if I'm being honest. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I also just have to point out, it was like, six or seven minutes ago we were like all right so before we end it we just want to say this quick little thing (laughs) now here we are (laughs) yep so you guys probably know that is well okay anything else k-dog that you can uh think that we need to leave them with before we gedaddle until next week no i guess the only thing that we will leave them with is in terms of the mother-daughter relationship with all the things that we just said and that we've said before, it really starts with the relationship with you, learning your limits, doing the work on you. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring that back to all the other relationships. Doing your healing, learning everything you can about you. Well, and also just accepting, not just like learning your limits, but accepting them. Oh, yeah. At each stage in life, right? Those next, are two different things. Next Christmas, next holiday season, we will be more aware. We will 
schedule accordingly. We will pre-record, but maybe we won't be in the same space next year. Maybe next year we'll have more energy. Who knows? It's all really a matter of that, you know, flowing with the, the seasons and the energies of where you're at and accepting it and loving it and not naming it, condemning it or judging it. Yes. <laughs> I guess we could end it with that. That's really all. I guess so. All right. Well, until next time, now that we are back in the swing of things, definitely stay tuned because coming up, we're going to be diving into some more of those things that we named way back when that we haven't gotten to touch upon yet, like boundaries and codependency. So yeah, some heavy hitters. And we look forward to talking more about it. I guess as much as you can look forward to talking about that (laughs) stuff, right? They are necessary. Hashtag real talk, girl. Hashtag real talk. All right. Well, till next time, everyone. It's great to be back. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast.